From Relay FM, this is The Pen Addict, episode 135. This show is brought to you by lynda.com, where you can instantly stream thousands of courses created by industry experts for a 10-day free trial. Visit lynda.com slash penaddict and Squarespace. Start here, go anywhere. My name is Mike Hurley, and I am joined by the, I don't know, like Saint Penmas or something, Mr. Brad Dowdy. <laughs> You are struggling, man. Yeah, I'm. 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 T- I'm. Yeah, I'm yeah. all frazzled. I just recorded well, well, a very, very long podcast, and and it's it's drained me of all energy. Yeah, and uh, taken all your brain cells away. Apparently. Yeah, I think it has. I think it might. That actually might be the longest single recording I've ever done. My goodness, amazing. <clears throat> well, did you uh, did you get worn out over uh, Christmas slash Boxing Day slash party time all uh, all this past week? I sure did. Yeah, it's, but it was a good kind of you know good kind of worn out. I had a, I had a good time, but you, sir, you have uh, you've been further afield than I have. Yeah, yeah. Took the took the family on a little surprise trip to Disney World. Surprised the kids with that for their Christmas present, and uh, went for a few days. Down to the House of Mouse and uh, had a just a blast. And yeah, talk about worn out from that. I mean that that will wear you out. You need a vacation from your vacation when you get back from that, especially uh, this time of year when it's a, it's at its peak crowd levels. So oh really? It's uh yeah yeah Christmas is their busiest time of year. So what date were you there from and until? I want to say nineteenth to twenty second. Right. So the day we left was the busiest of the days we were there then after the day after that it really it goes up another notch of of busyness all through new years hmm. so yeah it's packed but we had fun had a had a ton of fun so did you stay did, uh you stayed on the on the complex we did we did uh last time we went we stayed off complex and it's much we discovered it's much better to stay on complex lots of lots of added benefits uh, outweigh any of the the few monetary savings uh that you have so right yeah we should we should do a disney podcast there are already some <laughs> oh my god there's a bunch i listened to uh uh my friend sarah told me about one called golden horseshoe um so if any of you disney people want to want to hear just a few uh kind of uh tech nerds talking about disney uh about that i think um louis mantia is on that yeah um the designer so uh a few people they they chit chat about disney so i listened to a bunch of episodes of that um it's a it's a fun it's a fun podcast uh you know it's only about 20 or 30 minutes an episode so highly recommended so did you, did you pull down any uh big uh stationary christmas christmas loot this year do you know what i didn't i didn't i didn't yeah. get i didn't get anything uh yeah that I can think of. I'm sorry if I've upset someone now who bought me something, uh, but I can't. I can't think of anything. I did have a horror today, Brad. Uh-oh. So I sat down, sat down at my desk, and my pen isn't here, and I don't know where it is. Still, so my Karis Customs Inc. Like it's not on my desk today, and I don't know where it's gone. And you have not come up with it as of as of this uh, recording. No, someone has taken it. And I don't know who has taken it or what they've done with it, but uh, I'm very upset about it because I don't know where it is. So this happened at your office one time. Yeah. Um, your your former place of employment of your jobby job, uh, this happened. But uh, in your house, that's a whole other story. Yeah, it's it's concerning because uh, <laughs> I can't work out where it's gone. Um, 
but maybe I'll update you on that. I hope next week with a with an I, answer. <laughs> I hope so because you love that pin. I use it every day, so I'm looking. I'm looking around for it now. <laughs> it, it's it's bothering you that it much really that you're is, uh, I'm, that I'm, you're stopping mid podcast to uh, scan the room. I'm just looking under the desk and I cannot see it. Well, it's not like it's not like bright blue and orange. I mean, it should show I know. up. Yeah, you, you you think it would it would not be able not, to hide from me. Somebody yeah, has like somebody has clearly black. moved it. And uh, as soon mm. as I find out who and why, there there will be hell to pay, Daldy. Let me tell you. <laughs> well, that's not good. Well, I'm like you. I didn't get anything um, stationary related for Christmas, but I got my TI2 Tech Liner, the copper acid wash shorty that I'd backed on Kickstarter the day before we left for Disney World. So that was kind of my my pin for Christmas. So, you know, I'm like you. It's 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 hard to buy unless you're very specific on what you want someone to buy uh, you know, from pin nerds for Christmas. It's uh it's a little bit um we're hard to shop for unless we're very uh explicit in what we're looking for, right? Yep. Yep. So that's why I almost never get pins or paper for gifts. I usually take care of that stuff myself just because it's easier that way. So, but I I love this little pin. It's uh, I've been, I've been on the, the tech liner bandwagon for a while now, and y'all keep hearing me blab about it. But it's because I carry it a lot and use it a lot. So it's a great pin, great pin. Our um, our Twitter followers, Mike, uh, they got the serious hookup for Christmas for the holidays. My uh, feed was was filled up from about the twenty fourth to the twenty sixth of everyone's. Uh, awesome stuff and they actually thanked us several times for uh putting the bug in their ear about several products and yeah. i noticed a few i noticed a few common threads between a lot of the pictures that we got from our followers that they got for christmas one of them was field notes either alone with pens or there were several archival boxes i got in my twitter feed you know the uh, the storage box do you have that storage box mike i have two of them Right. Is this the story where one of them got vanished and you ended up with a second one and the the first one showed up kind of thing? No, or am they, I mis- they just sent two. I don't, I don't That's know right. why. And then I you, contact them and told them and they told me I could keep it. Nice. <laughs> yeah, that would be uh, expensive to ship. <laughs> I think that was why. Yeah. It's like the, the, yeah. the cost of them having to pay my shipping, which they mm-hmm. kind of probably would have had to have done in that scenario, yeah. uh, would have outweighed... That would have outweighed it and they may as well have just gone with the goodwill you know yep so a lot of archival boxes out there for christmas a lot of retro 51s out there for christmas from the uh the ugly sweater pin to uh some of the newer models some of the metal models um lots of retro 51s in my feed and at least two if not more of the new twisby 580 uh aluminum orange models which uh I was getting taunted about uh, quite frequently uh, to make me jealous of that pen. So I might have to, uh, That's that one's going to have to go on the shopping list um, here pretty soon. Yeah, I, th- I feel like we're influencing people to buy that pen, but we don't own it yet. <laughs> I know. That's happened with several items, actually. Um, we'll talk about it, and people are like, hey, look what I got. I'm like, dang it. <laughs> I don't even have it yet. Yeah, I really want it, too. I do really, yeah. really want it. Well, I've actually used, I don't own one of the aluminum ones, um, but I've used one and they're really, really nice. Um, better than the regular 580. So I would like to get my hands on one and uh, give it a real go. Robert and why don't you? Yeah, I know, I know. So I'll work on that. 
So we did um, we did our big field notes episode last week. The, the top twenty five list got lots of good feedback on that, and all of a sudden, I broke the um, the eBay secondary market again. I I'm just, I'm just kidding. I doubt it was because of me, but um, a grass stained green three pack went up after that episode, and it had a buy it now price of four hundred dollars. For the three pack, and it sold, hmm. and that's pretty nuts. So a bunch of the uh, the field nuts group uh, sent me that link, and uh, a bunch of people sent me that link, and I've seen it happen. I mean, I've seen the butcher blue go for four hundred for a three pack. I've seen, uh, I think those are the only two I've seen go for four hundred. Grass stained green and butcher blue. I've seen the butcher orange go for about three hundred. It's kind of nuts that um, it's a lot of money, man. A ten dollar pack of notebooks would sell for four hundred dollars that someone would pay that much but uh yeah to to each their own i guess um it's it's my favorite it's obviously my favorite um field notes edition but ooh, four hundred dollars <laughs> that's crazy we, we did get a lot of love uh from our listeners for the starbucks roastery edition didn't we mike yeah before before that though, like I want, I want to mention like another uh lost field notes or whatever you might call it um mm-hmm. Paul joins uh, on Twitter. Sure, he uh, sent me a link to a, like a web store that was doing uh, still selling Fire Spotter, huh. which I was very surprised about. Um, but they're super expensive, so I'm on there now. Uh, it's they're selling them for like a hundred and ten bucks a pop. Mm-hmm. So you can get for the for the three pack. Yeah, single single pack with tattoo for 110, single for 38. But it's kind of this... it kind of says out of stock, but then it still has those prices, so actually it looks like it might not be in stock anymore, but Yeah, is this a uh, Notegeist? Yeah. Okay, that's uh Gary Varner. He's in the Field Nuts group. He's just started that business like in the past month or two. Oh, okay. Um, and he's uh selling he buys and sells old editions and then offers them up as singles a lot of times for people who just want to pick up one. Um, so they're not always in stock yet. They're just as he can get his hands on them. But that's like, yeah, that's way over what I would, uh, what I would, yeah. what I would pay. So Fire Spotter's not one you have. I thought that was about when you picked up, or I guess maybe it was after. No, Fire Spotter's one that I've never had. Uh, hmm. But I have um, the Red Blooded. Sure. Never, never got, never picked up a fire spotter, and I've always wanted one. Yeah, yeah, they're really good. Sorry. Yeah, so, um, so this roastery edition that uh, we talked about probably two weeks ago now, um, we've each got some in our hands from some awesome listeners, and uh, what do you think about those? Oh, what a what a great edition! It's like everything that I kind of wanted it to be. I think it's beautiful, isn't it? Yeah, I love the uh, the stuff inside the covers. Mm-hmm. You know, like the descriptions of coffee and, and all that sort of stuff. That's really nice. Yeah. Um, Phil Notes does a really good job. <laughs> they um they know their market well, and they uh, they jump all over it and um, do awesome things like this this roastery edition. It's really really beautiful. And uh, thank you to our uh, our lovely friends who uh, picked up some of those and uh, and sent us some. So you guys. You guys pretty much rule. So, yeah. I mean, what I mean, I really like it, the wood feels good on these, right? 
Um, mm-hmm. And I, I like the kind of, is it like a brass foil, isn't it? Uh, copper. That's what I meant to say, yeah, copper. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like I a think copper kettle. Really nice inside. I, I like all the the interesting pairings information of different coffee with different activities and yeah, really yeah, really nice. I like the orange on the inside and then the orange like dog red. They're making it really hard for me to pick out the next edition I'm gonna use. Cause I haven't I, I started using the day game edition and I haven't finished that one yet, but I want to use one of the new factory floor editions that came out, you know, right before Christmas. I haven't used one of those yet. Now Never I've got mind. this roastery edition that I want to use that. So it's uh I need to get get writing so I can just plow through some of these editions and enjoy them for their intended use. I might just hang on to these roaster editions for a while. Yeah, they're pretty. Pretty pretty. You could frame those. They look good. Yeah, it would actually. Like one <laughs> one on the front, one on the back, you know? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm gonna talk about some some more field notes just with some uh, listeners top five lists from our from that from my top twenty five uh list that we did uh, last week, just a little bit of follow up and uh some comments I had on that. But why don't you talk about one of our, our good friends and sponsors uh this week? It's time to kickstart your new year and challenge yourself to learn something new for free 10-day trial to lynda.com. lynda.com is used by millions of people around the world and has over 3,000 courses on topics like web development, photography, visual design, and business, as well as software training and programs like Excel and Photoshop. All of lynda.com's courses are taught by experts and they have new courses being added to the site every week. Whether you want to invest in a new hobby, find a new job, maybe you want help in asking your boss for a raise, or improve upon your current skill set in 2015, lynda.com has something for everyone, and they definitely have something for you. Once you sign up to lynda.com, you've got unlimited access to every course. We're talking over hundreds of thousands of awesome video tutorials. You'll be able to access and view them on tablets and mobile devices with their apps for iOS and Android, and you'll get access to all of the new courses that are being added every week. Um, some fantastic stuff that, that I've seen around Linda in the past, like that we spoke about that Draplin course mm-hmm. from a couple of weeks ago. Like It's just a fantastic, just really great video, and it's just this really interesting way of learning something new. I mean, you kind of get to see inside the mind of a, a genius like Aaron Draplin, right? And you get to see all the crazy cool stuff that he does with the logo design and all that. We That's a lynda.com course. Maybe you want to learn a bit about web design. They've got a great set of courses from Jeffrey Zeldman. They have some cool stuff on typography as well including how to effectively use different fonts and typefaces in design. They have the great documentary Helvetica as well. So if you want to learn a bit about that, that's a great documentary and that's available on lynda.com too. So that's all there. It's all there ready for you. And you can go and try some of it out right now. So go do something good for yourself in the upcoming year. Sign up for a free 10-day trial to lynda.com by visiting lynda.com slash penaddict. Go ahead. We challenge you to learn something new this coming year. Thank you so much to lynda.com for supporting this show and Relay FM. Not that there's uh, ever not a good time to go visit uh, lynda.com, but now is, is the time to, like you said, kickstart um, those new projects and new new skills right at the beginning of the year when we're all like fresh and ready to go and, and ready to learn something new. And I, I'm about to teach you something new, Mike. Do it. So I've got two top five lists from follow-up from the, the Field Notes ranking episode, and they show two things. One, that... 
how everyone has just a wild variance in how much they enjoy certain dish additions, and two, how wrong you are about the traveling salesman edition. <laughs> because both of these top five contain the traveling salesman edition that you really dislike. And, you know, that's, you know, that's your right. You know, that's why uh, these field notes are so much fun and why we talk about them so much, because there's so much to talk about. I mean, it's not just a single plain notebook, um, you know, that we all have the same one. You know, we all have different styles, different favorites, different ways to use them. So this list from Francis, number five, Shelterwood, um, you know, like I said, that doesn't surprise me if that's number one on a lot of people's um, number four, National Crops, number three. County Fair, number two, Night Sky. So um, that's that's another one that's in both of these top five. So you can appreciate that. Number one, Mike, traveling salesman. Love the paper, love the ledger, and where's the best in the pocket? Yeah. <laughs> and then we have a list from Nathan, uh, number five, traveling salesman. See, I mean that's a popular edition. Number four, Night Sky. Number three. Day game, especially the white red. I think that that book makes that set. Um, the yeah. other two, the the green and the brown ones are good. That white one is exceptional. And if it wasn't for that, that white one, that that three pack would rank a lot lower. But um, a lot of people, including myself, rave about that white red edition. Oh, I love it. Um, as just being one of the single best editions that they've ever made. Single best covers. I think the other colors are pretty much throwaway. Like they're not really that yeah, interesting. Not, yeah, they don't uh, really get you going like the the white and red. Um, and then number two, drink local, which I'm all behind that. And number one, ambition. So, um, you know, that's uh that's another really solid list. I mean, what uh, what do you have to say about these uh, people who love the traveling salesman? Do they have do they have problems? Who's right, you or them? Oh no, I'm definitely right. <laughs> see we're we're all right in in field notes that's what makes it that's what makes it fun so we're all right and now we got we we got a new a new user of the field notes um that just tweeted me and i want you to look at this picture from morgan um on twitter i'm not going to attempt to pronounce his uh twitter handle look at the destruction he says first field notes down hopefully the next one holds up better we'll have this in the show notes i've never seen this one I've never seen a field notes this destroyed that didn't have duct tape on it. I've seen tons with duct tape on them, right? Because the covers, I mean, this is what they're for. They're going to break down. They're going to wear. They're going to come off the staples. They're going to rip. And I've seen all kinds with duct tape, um, you know, binding. Morgan Morgan didn't go that route. He just uh, sucked it up <laughs> and just kept plugging away and kept using it. This is the single most destroyed uh, filled, full, filled field notes I've ever seen. Yeah, it's impress. It's impressive. Yeah, Morgan's got some skills. Yeah, yeah. You just you you don't get that out of uh, normal use, but um, you get that out of hardcore usage, and yep. I like it. Well, I mean, his his uh, Twitter icon is Dave Mustaine, so um, hardcore uh, appears to be up Morgan's alley. So, I, I thought that was a great picture. So, the Twitter was all a buzz. The past two days, maybe, maybe three days. I I really don't know what day it is when you have that holiday and days oh, off yeah, and weekends. I'm really like at a complete loss for really what day it is. Uh-huh. But in the past, the past several days, I've had two things pop up in my Twitter feed and my Instagram feed. 
that are like of the oh baby variety um the first one is the lammy al star the 2015 special edition so for the safari and the al star and even the studio they make a special color every year usually and last year was that bluish green al star that i never really got into i didn't even bother ordering one this year it's the al star copper orange um it looks like this is going to be the year of the the orange pen <laughs> mike um, so not only is the AL Star copper orange, it looks it looks like the Twisby 580 aluminum orange to be honest. Um, if you look, a, this is a a matching ink. Yeah, that's what I was about to say. This yeah. is something that they've never done. Uh, with this links on Fanta Plumo. Um, it's a it's a Dutch pen site, and that's where all the uh, links I got. Um, everyone was sending me this weekend. So not only do they have this AL Star pen. They have a copper orange special edition with matching ink color, and they show these little orange Lamy cartridges. That's super interesting. They've never done that before. And they don't have an orange ink in their standard ink lineup. They don't have a wide range of inks anyway. I think maybe six colors if you're lucky. Um, so that's kind of neat. It'd be interesting to see if they're going to come out with this orange ink as a standard thing, or you're only going to be able to get these orange ink cartridges Um during the time that the uh, that the AL Star is available, so you know it's when they do the limited editions, they make X amount, and when they sell them out, they're gone. I mean, it's a huge, huge amount. You don't have to rush out and get them; they'll be available probably all through the next year, and you can still get last year's edition. I'm sure at some places. So, yeah. you know, it's not like a super limited edition, but when they sell out, they are gone. So, what do you think about that color? It's a nice color. I, I like my orange is a bit brighter. Same. Um, but it looks good though. I yeah, I think that yeah, I think it does look really good. Um looks good with the black section and um you know, as good as it looks, it doesn't look good as this next pen mic. And I, I, I can't repeat on air what I wrote in the document for this. Um I have a little header listed lots above of, this. Beeps. I love this link above this link. If you're if you're into the internet meme thing, just picture uh um Oh, I just went blank. Uh, <laughs> Jonah Hill. Jonah Hill. Picture Jonah Hill in Superbad. And uh, he has a very famous phrase in that. And uh, you can you can picture where I wrote in the document on this. Um, have you clicked this link, Mike? I saw it when you tweeted about it. Yeah, so this is, the, this is a nibs.com special. It's a Sailor Pro Gear Rialo red and black limited edition. Um it looks orange though. It's this orangish red that's a very classic fountain pen color. There's a Parker Duofold, which is a pen that I've always enjoyed looking at. Um, made in the early, you know, nineteen thirties, nineteen forties, um, when Parker was really getting off the ground and this it's almost this exact same reddish orange color. Um, this pen is straight up beautiful. I've stared at this for uh way longer than I should have. Um I can't, I can't pull the trigger on it though. It's just, it's, it's too much too soon. It's a $500 pen. It's beautiful. It's awesome. I would love to own one, but I, it's just too much, too much money right now. Uh, I'm trying to, I need to, to work on, you know, we're, we'll talk about it maybe next week. We'll talk about a few of our, our stationary resolutions for next year. And one of mine is to refine the fountain pen collection. I just don't need to be adding right now when I'm trying to, to manage it, you know, maybe I'll regret it in a year when there's only 88 of these models made. Um, you know, but 
there'll be other pins another day, right? Yeah, yeah, there will be. I mean, it's very nice. It's not for me four hundred ninety-five dollars mm-hmm. of nice. Yeah, when you know Agree. Nakayas are better looking than this, and that's Nakaya money. Yeah, yeah. So that's that's something. Um, Plus, it has I've gold a- trim, you know, and we all know about how you feel about gold trim. If that if the cap, it has this weird like a uh, silver rhodium band in the middle of the pin, but the rest of it's gold, which is it's actually a little bit off putting. That one oh, band. Okay, I thought that that was a demonstrator. Mm-mm. Oh, you think that's the ink window? Maybe that's yeah. the ink window. Okay, so maybe so. It's hard to tell, but I think I think you're right. Actually, that I does look like that. in the yeah in the wrong. one picture I can tell. I think that is the ink window. Yeah. It looks a little bit odd. There, I'd rather just be solid orange, I think. But yeah, yeah if it was, if it didn't have the gold trim, I might have bought it. I might have jumped on it. Um, in this form, I'm actually tempted, but it's just not perfect enough to spend that kind of money on it, like you say. So yeah, you don't want. To do that. But a beautiful pin nonetheless, and the um, the numbering on the blind cap at the bottom of the pin is really cool. It's a very classic looking uh, numbering. On there, I like how they did that. So yeah. that's pretty neat. Pretty neat. Um, I became a more active redditor over the weekend, Mike. Instead of wasting my time looking at cat pictures or cringe pictures or gifs and wasting time on Reddit, I decided if I'm gonna spend time on Reddit, I should use it. Uh, Use it, use that time better and in the greater good. So I created a new Reddit account. Um, if you're a Redditor, you can follow me. Um, my username is pen underscore addict. And I was, I'm just using that account to like browse all the pen boards. You know, there's fountain pens and notebooks and stationery and pens. And, you know, there's, there's about 20 boards that I follow. And I'm trying to be more active and just answering questions and, and leaving comments and things like that. And I found a really amazing um, post last night of a soccer commentator named Nick Barnes there in the UK. Works for BBC Radio. He does his prep notes in the most amazing format that I've ever seen. So have you had a chance to go through the pictures of these notes? These are stunning. So we'll have this in the show notes. This is at relay.fm slash pinatic slash, what are we, 135? Yep, that's it. If you don't check out anything else from this entire episode, if we drive you crazy about all this other talk, do yourself a favor and go click this link. It's amazing. He uses, um, you know, in, he's an announcer, so he's announcing the game live, and, you know, he's doing his show prep, and has all his notes about the players and the teams and the stats and everything. He has what looks like a big 8.5 by 11 uh, hardbound notebook where he fills out um, the teams. He colors in uh, he colors in the, the different kits they're wearing that day. He colors in, you know, the, the funniest thing is he, uh, he colors the pitch in like the, uh, the mowing pattern with the highlighter. Um, where there, it looks like the, uh, the lawnmower on the pitch has, you know, made those stripes. He colors it that way. Um, so he uses the Statler, um, Tripus fine liners 
to do all his writing. I ex- ex- exchanged a couple tweets with him yesterday. He uses the Stabilo highlighters to highlight everything, and he uses a fountain pen, um, looks like a pelican, to write in some of the bigger lines. And, um, you know, he colors in all the uh, the nationality flags of all the players. It's I looked at this for a good 30 minutes, like expanding all these pictures and just kind of taking in all the details. It's really, really fascinating. So, it's insane. Um, like, it's way more than is necessary, you know? <laughs> you know, like, really, like, just incredible. Really, really incredible. Yeah, like, a couple people were giving him grief, like, you know, if you're an announcer, you shouldn't have to write down all this stuff, you know, to remember all this. And he's like, that is so not the point. I do this because I enjoy doing it, and it's, like, art and a relief to me to do this. It's like an expression so it's it's nothing but pure enjoyment for him to do this. So He's it's really like fascinating. Cutting and pasting like uh, logos. Yeah, and logos. Stuff. Yep, yep. There's some kits as well. Like this, yep. this is just just so beautiful. Like it's so, you know, like he's drawing the little flags. Like mm-hmm. <laughs> it the must nationality be of all like the players. a uh, uh, like a like a catharsis. You know. Yeah. Totally. It's gotta be. It's just gotta be. Yep. Really, so would, really incredible. This would be something I'd love to flip through one day. Like if I had a whole book of this, I w- I would totally buy a book of his finished product. Like if they reprinted it, just to look at it, it's fascinating. It's uh, if you can't tell, I'm I'm really taken by this. I said in in our, in our show notes, I put in my dreams, my notes look like this, and that's the truth. Oh, for sure, man. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. really, these are. Something there's something else like really really yeah. something else. Yep, yep. So I wanna uh, I wanna fire things up a little bit from uh, we've been talking about a little bunch of links, follow up notes, news, all that stuff. I want to talk about some products now, some specific products that um, have been a little bit uh, polarizing. I guess is the right word in our little community. But why don't you talk about another one of our really really good friends today? So this week's episode of The Pen Addict is also brought to you by Squarespace, the all-in-one platform that makes it fast and easy to create your own professional website, portfolio, and online store. For a free trial and 10% off, visit squarespace.com and enter the offer code INK. I-N-K. It's going to get you that 10% off. Squarespace, start here, go anywhere. When it comes to giving yourself a place online, there's nowhere better than Squarespace, and this is something that Pen Addict listeners know. Brad, when I talk to the guys and girls over at Squarespace, they always tell me how many Pen Addict listeners sign up. Um, and it fills me with joy to know that you guys are supporting us and also sort of kidding yourself out with some great place, some great tools, right? You've got all the best mm-hmm. stuff. You've got everything you need. I mean, and I think people know, like, they can trust you, right? You are a, a user of Squarespace. You are a... Uh, you you put your money where your mouth is, right? Mm-hmm. And you have right. your Panatic blog and you have the Notco blog, both living over mm-hmm. a Squarespace. And, and we the have commerce the same. Shop. Yeah, you have the yep. commerce stuff. We have our commerce. All of our commerce for Relay um, is running through Squarespace too. And that came at your recommendation as well. Mm-hmm. Um, you told us, yeah, no, we tried it. We love it. And, and it's what we're going to go with. And when me and Stephen were thinking about that, the same with our Relay blog is all there as well. It was like, why would we reinvent the wheel? Why would we try and build all this stuff when Squarespace do it better than we ever could? Like, And it, and it costs nothing. 
Like it's like eight dollars a month if you sign up for one of our annual plans, and you also get mm-hmm. a free domain name as well if you do that. But it's like, why would we go and try and build all of these things when Squarespace have built it all for for us? They have their beautiful templates, right? All these responsive designed, uh, like fantastic templates that look good on all sorts of platforms, all devices. They have fifteen new ones that have come with Squarespace seven. Have you checked out any of those, Brad? I'm sure you've got that itching to redesign the <laughs> edit together. I do. I do. And I started to look at them one night and then I was like, okay, you just gotta stop until you can like sit down and have time to like really commit and, and play around with some of the new templates. So I started to then I was like, chill out for a minute and uh, wait till you have a, a little bit more time to uh to decipher all the all the new templates so yeah they've got this new cover page stuff which you should look at if you haven't already i think it'd be really good for knock yeah i've actually uh that's one thing that's very interesting to me uh for multiple multiple uses so basically what cover pages it gives you the ability to have like a single page website now this can be a whole standalone site that you set up so basically you have all of all of the power of squarespace just on one page these are great for like uh, personal websites or full page like um, announcements and stuff maybe like for an engagement or something like that but they can also add as a really nice full page intro for a website that you already have so i've been playing around with it quite a lot actually and i've been really impressed by it like it's just so simple and it's like so bare bones and it just gives you the ability to put a couple of really important links some beautiful imagery some some great uh types and great headlines they've got all these great fonts and stuff which just look fantastic if you haven't played around with these already if you have a squarespace account or if you're interested in trying out squarespace cover pages are a real great place to start make it your new year's resolution to to try it out and, and enable one and see see how much uh, the visitors of your website will love them i was talking about images a moment ago uh, Squarespace recently partnered with Getty Images to provide you with a great deal on awesome photography at just $10 an image. Loads of great images to choose from. And you can get them for just 10 bucks, which is an absolute steal if you've ever looked at what it costs to get stock photography. Squarespace, they have 24-7 support with live chat and email. They have teams located in New York, Dublin, and Ireland who are there to help you with any questions that you might have. They are just, if you want a website, Squarespace is the only place that you should be going to. I've used them for years um, and... I could never be happier with them than I am right now because they're just doing incredible stuff. Go start out a free trial right now. No credit card required to do this and start building your website today by going to squarespace.com. And when you decide to sign up, make sure that you use the offer code INK at checkout. That's I-N-K at checkout to get you 10% off your first purchase and show your support for The Pen Addict. We thank Squarespace so much for their continued support for this show and Relay FM. Squarespace, start here, go anywhere. Awesome. Thank you, Squarespace. Thanks, and Squarespace. thank you to our listeners for supporting us by by using that. We get it really does. This is Squarespace is one of those that we get uh, pinged at during the week. Hey, what was that code again for uh, Squarespace? I'm going to build something. So it's it's really nice to um, to get that support from uh, all the listeners. So it's it's really great. It's, with all of our sponsors, um, they will keep coming back if you guys sign up like Mm -hmm. so if you're on the fence even if you just want to sign up for the trials sign up for the trials and try them out right because if if you're interested maybe they'll push you over the edge maybe they won't but if you sign up for the trials then at least they know that that they hear the stuff and it's relevant to them right so it 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 shows people that our sponsors that you 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 want you like their products don't just sign up for the trials and don't use them only do it if you think you're interested like but but yeah, if you are, just go try them out. Like you've got nothing to lose. Same with Linda, Squarespace, you know, great, great guys. 
All right, let's get some uh, let's get some people fired up, Mike, and talk about the Koiko yeah. Lilliput Fire Blue Fountain Pen. Really enjoyed this review. I was I was excited about this one um, because I was I was wondering what you were going to say, and I liked that you put the little video in. Great video from Jet. Oh my god, they just started doing this. This isn't their only one. There's two or three out there. Um, yeah, I, I actually emailed them. I was like, what is going on? <laughs> And they're like, we got a new video producer, and we're doing all this, this, and this. I'm like, well, whoever it is did an amazing job with the video. So I, I am embedded that into the post, but that's JetPen's video, and boy, did they do a good job on that. Um, so so let me let me hear your thoughts. What uh, what do you think about the Fire Blue, um, the Caveco Lilliput Fire Blue? What a story! Like mm-hmm. that that almost made me want to buy it just this story of like the fact that every single one of them passes over the founder and CEO's desk and he takes mm. a blowtorch to them by hand, <laughs> like crazy. And also, I mean, they are expensive, mm-hmm. but by golly, are they beautiful, Brad? Yeah. It's one of the most stunning pens I've ever had the pleasure of owning. And let me give, let me give everyone a little bit, uh, behind uh behind the scenes here i'm lucky enough to have a jet pen sponsor the blog so i am privileged to be able to get some products early to check out and i don't get to nest if i don't know what the product is already i don't get to see a picture of it i just get to see some names and i'll choose some things and you know we'll test them out so it's like kaveka lilliput fire blue that sounds really interesting send me one of those no idea what it looked like. No idea what it is. And you assume it's going to be blue and red. Yeah, I Maybe. assume it's going to be blue. Um, like I have the Colt pens, uh, blue aluminum Lilliput. You know, it's just a great blue color, which is actually pictured later in, in this post. So I don't know what this fire blue is going to entail. So I get the package. I open it up, and it's literally one of those oh my god moments that I didn't didn't know what to expect and. I was so stunned when I did open the box. I just stared at it for like a minute. I was like, what am I looking at here? Because, you know, there's no instructions that come with this pen either. It doesn't tell me anything about how it's finished, what it's finished, what the materials are. I had to hunt down that it was a steel barrel, um, you know, to, to, you know, do the, um, to do the write up. And it's fascinating. So the other kicker is, at the time where I get it, I don't know the price. I don't know how much this is going to retail for when it goes live on jet pens. I had no idea. And it actually posted uh, posted it on Instagram, I think. And uh, Mike Dudek started pinging me. He's like, man, that's stunning. He says, how much do you think it's going to be? I said, I have no idea. It's steel. It's not aluminum. It's not brass. Like they have the brass ones that I love so much. The brass wave. Um, you know, and it's got this special finish, you know, at the time I didn't even know how to finish it. We were going back and forth on pricing. How much do you think this is going to be? And, um, as it turns out, it's $170, which was higher than anything we guessed. And so that was actually kind of a downer. I was like, that kind of like took the air out of my sails a little bit. Cause that's really expensive for kind of what you get. You know, it's a steel nib pen. Someone made the point, well, you could buy a Vanishing Point or a Lamy 2000 
um, instead of this pen and have a nice gold nib pen, a classic pen, full size pen that's going to last you forever. And, you know, I can't really argue with that. Um, that's a totally fair, legitimate argument. And if that's um, what you're looking for, then that's what you should do. I mean, if you're saving up for one of those great, um, you know, entry level gold nib pens, you should totally get that. But that's not what this pen's about. This pen's like, like you said, this pen has a story behind it. Um, it's made especially for jet pens. Um, Michael Gouperle, the founder and CEO of Caveco, he's the one that's torching all these pens. Um, it's a individually tempered with a 600 degree flame, Michael. Um, what that he does all these, puts them all together, so they're not necessarily a limited edition, but there's always limited availability. Um, and talking to jet pens, when they got them in, they got about 40 of them in. And I was ready to go with my review, and they sold out in like two or three hours. I could not believe what I just saw. Um, so I said, well, I think I'll just hold this review to get some more back in stock. There's no, not really any point of me putting this up there and just ticking a bunch of people off that they can't buy the pen. So they came back online, got about, I think they got another 30 or so, and... I put up the review and they're gone already again. I mean, this time they sold out in a couple of days. So obviously the price is okay, right? Because they can't keep these in stock. It's that interesting of a pen. You know, it's the Lilliput's not for everybody. I obviously love it. I've got several of them, as you can see in the pictures. I use it all the time. Um, before the fire blue, I was using the brass wave constantly. Um, it always stayed inked up. Um, but, you know, there's definitely some division in mostly around the pricing on this pen. But I haven't heard anyone say yet, oh, my God, it's ugly <laughs> or anything like that. It's just fascinating to look at. I wish I wish I could walk around the world and show everyone this pen in person just to see how cool it is. You know, not to tell you to buy it, but just like, look at this. It's really neat. And someone, they did something really unique here and no one else is doing this. And it came out really, really well. And um, so I love it, but I, this is the one time where I feel like since I didn't have to pay for it, I'm a little bit holding back on my praise for it because it's stupid expensive. It just is. There's no two ways about it. I would never tell I would never recommend this pen probably to anyone, but apparently I don't have to because they can't keep them in stock at $170 a pop. So, you know, <laughs> this is this is I had I had on I had a legitimate dilemma reviewing this pen. Um just because you know, of my sponsorship and I tried to get that out on the page. You know, when I when I did this, kind of my feelings about it. It's like I love every single thing about this, but I didn't. I'm I didn't scratch the check for one hundred and seventy dollars. You know. Yep. Um. So I have to note that in the tone of my review, and I don't know. It was just it was a little bit of a challenge, and I was kind of nervous about posting it. It it went fine. Um. But yeah, it's it's just on looks and usability and feel and quality alone. It's a knockout. 
It's a straight knockout of the park. You just have to decide if, number one, you're a Lilliput person, because not everyone is. It's a very, very tiny pen. Um, and then number two, if something um, this unique is worth that amount of money, and that's what it boils down to. It's not a standard pen. It's a very unique pen that fits a very niche market. And um, you know what? In this case, the market's speaking for itself, and um, they're apparently perfectly priced, right? Well, I think it's not that expensive. Like $175 for a fountain pen is not that expensive, really. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's a good-looking pen. I mean, it's way more expensive than this pen. But, mm-hmm. I mean, I mean, when I see that, I'm not like, that's not worth $175 like to look at it because mm-hmm. I think it's genuinely one of the most beautiful pens I've ever seen. And I've spent mm-hmm. more money than that on beauty. Mm-hmm. Sure. That's I mean, the way that look I at look you. at it. Yeah. I mean, I've seen you before. I've seen pictures of you. I know, right? <laughs> that wasn't what I meant, but you get me. You know, I've I've spent more money than that on a pen that I thought looked good, mm-hmm. um, purely for it looking good. Yeah, uh, and and I would do that again. Like I, I was tempted by this, but um, I'm just not that big a Caveco guy. Like if you like Cavecos, like if you are a fan of that brand, you should buy it for the story alone. Right. Like, if you are a fan of that, like, for example, I don't know, if there was, I'm trying to think of, like, a pen brand that I really love. Like, if there was, like, a, a Retro 51, right, that mm-hmm. was uh, hand-milled by the founder and CEO of the company, and it was $150, of course I'd buy it. Right. Because there's this, I'm a massive fan of that brand, and there's mm-hmm. a beauty in it somewhere, yeah. you know? I think that's a really good point, and I kind of missed out on that, and I think you have opened my eyes there. This is created for the fans of the brand, and they are the ones who understand where this is coming from and what's behind it and the price and things like that. This is not an every man's pen, right? No. Um, and that, that's, a, that's a really good way to put it, I think, Michael. Thank good you. job by you. And not, not meant in a bad way, but like this is also an ego no. project for, I mean, like what I'm about to say, like this is no. also an ego project for the CEO as well. Oh my God. Yeah, totally. You know, like, so th- yeah. it's enough, it, but again, I think that's another reason he knows why he's doing it mm. and they, they're selling them for $175 because they have to, because if you think about how much his time's worth, right. It has to make sense to the company that he's spending a couple of hours a week of a blowtorch in his hand you know like it, it, and, and i get it i totally get it i really i yep. do i i do get it mm-hmm. yep i think it's a good point i'm really interested in this next one i've been yeah. wanting to talk to you about this so i'm not sure that this was you know as much drama with this other than the love fest that the g or bon. Stormy, Stormy Gray Fountain Pen Inc. caused on our internet since it launched about two months ago. Um, Another great Jet Pens video. Yeah, yeah. They, are, uh, they have stepped that game up in a big way. Um, so I called this the, the ink that took the internet by storm because... When people first got this ink and saw this ink, and, and what it is, it's if you're not familiar with it, it's a deep, dark gray ink. Think of it like a dark storm cloud um, with gold flecks in it. So it's got, it's 
literally has particles in the ink. It's not a sheen like you see on some other inks. Like if you have a blue ink that has a sheen to it just from a chemical perspective, you know, where it leaves like a little red trim on your ink line, this literally has particles in the ink. And people went berserk over this ink. I never saw anyone who had this ink on their first run of it. Um, It sold out really, really fast across all sites everywhere. They couldn't make enough of it. I never saw anyone who got it that didn't just absolutely head over heels love it. It's a really, really stunning ink to look at. But to me, that's all it is. This is not an ink I would ever use. Um, And this goes back to like what we were talking about field notes. We all have different use cases for things. And for me, I have a problem putting an ink in a pen that has particles in it. Um, When G. Herbon themselves state on the outside of the box, caution, highly saturated ink, clean nib and section with damp damp cloth to avoid potential staining, do not leave ink in fountain pen reservoir. Well, that's kind of the job of my fountain pen's reservoir is to leave some ink in it from time to time. Um, you know, for weeks at a time or months at a time in some cases. And it just kind of freaked me out, to be perfectly honest with you. Um, I understand the beauty of this completely. It is straight up beautiful if, you know, you're going to use it for that. Um, I can see this a lot in calligraphy projects or in, you know, uh, lettering and card projects. I don't see this as an everyday writing ink. Um, just because of the maintenance um, that it requires other than, you know, on top of, you know, just a standard blue ink or whatever. Plus, I, I just don't need those flecks in my ink. That's not something that does for me, but that's a personal thing. You know, the other people love it. And, you know, when I when I did this review, I had several people say I've left I've had this in my pen, you know, since it first came out and just cleaned it a few weeks ago. So it was in my pen for six or eight weeks and it cleaned out perfectly fine. And I, I totally believe that. Um, I'm just not going to bother with that. I, I couldn't <laughs> I couldn't sleep at night <laughs> knowing that that's in my ink. I the very first uh, line I wrote in the written review was I cannot wait to clean this ink from my pen. Because it even, the the gold flecks, par, the particles in the ink, are they settle like a sediment. So it's like you have ink at the top, and like the whole bottom of the barrel, if you're not shaking the bottle, is gold. Because all the flecks have settled. And so it does the same thing in your pen. If you're not using your pen, the, that gold settles into the, uh, into the bottom of the, the reservoir into you know if you're using a piston filler it's it settles at the bottom or if you're using a cartridge it settles at the bottom and even if you just lay the pen down on the desk i use this in a twisby 580 mini so it's a clear demonstrator if i set it down on the desk and i picked it up i'd have a line of gold at the bottom where it all settled that drove me crazy um so it's like i had to shake it like a paint pen every time i wanted to use it just to get a equal layer of the gold flecks in the ink and I still didn't accomplish that. You can see it's really strong like in my title of the written in a written review and then as I went through some of the the text of it um it kind of um you know that the the quantity of of gold in the inks um really lowered. So 
I understand why people love this ink. It's just not an ink for me. Um, what what are your what are your thoughts on this, Mike? It's stunning to look at. Like, and and I want it, but I also don't want it. Like mm-hmm. I I've passed this. I've seen it pop by a couple of times um, on some UK sites, and I've seen it whilst looking around for some other stuff. And it's been there, and it's not too expensive. But I I don't want an ink that I have to worry about. Like I I would use an ink like this every day. Like I use garish ink as it, enough as it is, you know. <laughs> it's like a True. bright orange ink. Like this is fun. And and I I really like the look of it, but I'm not up for an ink. And we've had this conversation before with the Noodlers something or other. Mm-hmm. What was it? Um, Base state blue. Yeah, Base state blue. The the staining ink. Yeah, and I cannot for the life of me understand why anyone would want to put an ink of any kind into their fountain pens that they spend hundreds of dollars on, if it has the the potential that it may damage it. Like it just right. seems crazy to me. Like it really seems crazy to me. It's like yeah, it just looks good. Don't put it in a fountain pen. Get a dip. Mm-hmm. Get a dip pen, right, or mm-hmm. something, anything. But don't put it in a fountain pen because yeah. it just seems silly. Like uh, I don't get it. I really, I don't get why it's made, and I don't get why people buy it. But uh, not that I judge anybody that does. Like because I want it. I really, really want it. And if I could get over that myself, like I would be using this ink every day. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and I, that's what I think it is. And, you know, I look at my, my online friends like Aziza and Lee Reyes and, and people like that who have some real artistic talent. They've taken this ink and turned it into like a very artistic result with, you know, just beautiful calligraphy and design. That's where it looks the best in, you know, that's where you're like, oh, my God, this ink is amazing. You know, watching them, you know, work their magic on, you know, take it, taking their pictures and writing ink samples. But you know, but just for loading out in one of my pens and taking it to work and writing, I'm never going to use it. Never, ever, ever. It's, it's, it's not a daily ink pen. It's a specialty, specialty yep. ink. Yeah. Like we spoke um, about this before. Like one of the reasons why I use like one or two inks maximum is because I actually hate cleaning out my pens. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It just annoys me. It's not something that yeah. I enjoy to do. It's just messy. And, and, and I don't really, I don't get a great pleasure out of it. Um, so it's actually, I know this is this is not good fountain pen maintenance, but I very rarely clean them. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah, that's not good. I know, <laughs> but we, we've talked about that before. That's nothing new to me. You've you've said that several times. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's also why you don't you you have a couple ink colors you stick to, and uh, and I, I don't can, uh, I don't I have a lot of inked that. pens at a time. I don't I I keep them right. at, I don't keep them. Uh, I keep them in low rotation, I guess. Is what, yeah. is what I'm looking for. Yeah, and I, I'm trying to refine that as we go. Um, I'm up to about six or seven inked pens right now, and that's too much for me. I like three is a good number, but then uh, you know I have pens that I have to review, and those get inked up you know for a month or two at a time, you know before I before I review them. So uh, I end up with like six or seven. That's a little much, but uh, none of them will contain stormy gray ink. I can tell you that. Mm-hmm. So I think that's a wrap, buddy. Um, you know, we've had uh, lots of fun stuff to talk about today. 
and uh, you know, we hope to hope to hear from the listeners. If uh, I would, I would like to hear what they think about the fire blue and the and the stormy gray. If they have opinions, I've heard a lot of opinions on those already, and uh, it's always good when we hear from people. Yes, yeah, a great a couple of great ways to do that. If you go to the show notes page, uh, relay.fm/penaddict/slash/one-three-five, you'll find a bunch of links there. You'll find our Twitter links. I'm I Mike. I am Y K E. Brad is at Dowdyism. D O W D Y I S M. Um, and you'll also find a link to send us an email too, so you can send us in any con- like comments, questions, thoughts, or feelings that you may have. Uh, that they're kind of the best ways to do that. Twitter and email are really great. I want to thank our sponsors again uh, for helping support us this week. That's our friends at Lynda.com and Squarespace. If you want to catch up with more of Brad's great stuff, and you, I mean, you can find the links in the show notes. But if you want to read his great reviews of the Caveco Lilliput um, or the J. Aubin. Je au bon, Stormy Gray. Uh, <laughs> we need to resurrect that video just for old time's sakes for all the new listeners. <laughs> je, je au bon. I can find it. I can try and find it now. Um, <laughs> we'll can, add it. We'll add it to the show notes. You can go to penaddict, uh, com and you can you can find all of Brad's great writing there. Um, I'm 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 quite literally googling Je au bon Inc. right now. <laughs> uh, we're gonna do this. Just to play us out with the the great, uh, where who made it? Is who they made it? Hmm. Maybe it's Jehovah pronunciation or something. I will do this. It's worth. Yeah, it, it's like a it's like a two minute video of just uh uh the deep French pronunciation of all the. Uh, G Herbon ink colors. So that's why, uh, that's where this G came Herbin from. Ink. Gris nuage. Gris nuage. <laughs> Perle noire. Let's go back to the start, though. Perle noire. Bain ink. G Herbin ink. G, G, G Herbin. So thanks so much for listening to this week's episode <laughs> of uh, The Pen Addict. And uh, we'll be back next time. Say goodbye, Brad. Goodbye, Mike. Oh! <laughs> you got me all spun up on that one. You confused me. <laughs> <laughs>